Welcome to episode 36 of the Maybury Devotional entitled, Help Us to Stand. In today's episode, I'm going to look at episode 1 of season 2 of the Andy Griffith Show, Opie and the Bully, and I'll use scripture from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Today's episode starts off in the kitchen of the Taylor house as Aunt B is instructing Opie on the proper order of eating his lunch. She tells him he needs to eat his sandwich first, then the apple pie, then gives him his nickel for milk as he leaves the kitchen. As Opie comes in the living room, he also asks Andy for a nickel for milk and then leaves for school. B walks in the living room and talks to Andy about Opie's love for apple pie. While Aunt B and Andy are talking, Aunt B tells how she give Opie a nickel for milk and Andy wonders why he would need two nickels. We see Opie on his way to school and we find out why he needs an extra nickel. Opie runs across a bully named Sheldon who makes Opie pay a nickel for passing by his street. That night, Andy comes into Opie's room to try to get some information about why Opie needs two nickels. But he isn't able to get very far and doesn't get much information on Opie as Opie seems to be getting sleepy and he can't stay awake anymore. The next day, Andy and Barney are talking about the nickel mystery and Barney mentions that Opie came by and borrowed a nickel from him. Barney then sets out to find why Opie needs an extra nickel and follows Opie to school. And he sees the bully as he threatens Opie. Barney and Andy try to figure out the best way to handle the situation, from maybe telling the boy's father to teaching him how to fight. Andy tells Barney that he's just going to have to figure out the best way to do it, and he comes up with an idea for the next day when him and Opie go fishing. When talking about how Andy found the good fishing hole they were fishing at, Andy tells Opie how he found the fishing place, but later on he was kind of muscled out of it by Hody Snitch. The story was told about Hody, how he stole Andy's fishing place and scared him off. Andy then told Opie how he stood up to Hody and took his fishing spot back, but he ended up having to defend himself to get it. He told Opie that after Hody punched him that he laughed and he went on to beat up Hody and, well, he got his fishing spot back. You can tell Opie kind of gets the hint of what Andy's telling him and he starts getting some courage to stand up to Sheldon. The next morning you see Opie giving Andy some clothes and Tell him to take it down to the courthouse, you know, just in case uh, your boy's clothes get tore up or they kind of get messy, he says. We see that Andy and Barney are at the courthouse and they're impatiently waiting to see if Opie does stop by the courthouse after dealing with Sheldon. The scene switches over to show Opie as he's talking to Sheldon and he's standing up to him. Right as you expect to see the punch being thrown, the scene changes over to a joyous Opie coming into the courthouse with a black eye. Opie then tells Barney and Andy how he got punched, and then he laughed, and he tore into Sheldon like a windmill in a tornado. Then Opie gives Andy and Barney both back their nickels. The epilogue shows Opie admiring his shiner as Barney comes into the courthouse of the stake to put on Opie's eye, so as to take the sting away and, you know, take away the bruising. As Opie sits disappointed, Andy decides that Opie's black eye is kind of like a metal, and he lets him keep it and tells him it'll probably last a week or two if he takes care of it, which seems to make Opie happy again. The scripture I want to look at comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Therefore put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. This version comes from the New Living Translation, not one version I typically use, but I like the flow of the words here. Many other translations use the word evil days instead of enemy in the time of evil, but I feel this fits better with our TV episode, and I don't think it strays from the meaning at all. 
With this verse, we can relate to Opie and how Opie is having to stand up to his enemy in the form of Sheldon taking his nickel, which is what we want to look at from this episode. Paul is writing his epistle to the people of Ephesus who knew something about the garb of war. While under Roman rule, the Ephesians would have seen the elegant armor that the Romans would wear, so Paul was able to compare the Christians' armor to that of what the Romans would have worn. However, instead of real armor, Paul likens the armor to that of the Christian attributes. They were to put on truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, and their sword was to be the word of God. With these things of their battle armor, they would be able to stand firm in the evil days, the day when the enemy would make his attack. Many sermons have been preached about how these attributes can be related to the pieces of battle armor, so I won't go into detail about these, but if you're interested, you can do a search on YouTube or any other video site, and my guess is you'll find several. Paul's writing is a metaphor to show how to stand firm against evil using what God has given us. I don't think that Paul really meant for somebody to go to battle against someone with a real sword you know, armed with just a Bible, but if God told me to, I'd like to think I'd have enough faith that I would and, and I know I'd win. But I'd also like to think that he would tell me to grab a sword also. But you know, Paul is writing to, to give us spiritual armor here that will help us in a spiritual battle. When Obi was being bullied by Sheldon and have his money taken, the only thing he knew to do was to overcome Sheldon was to give in to him and give him his nickel. Once Andy found out about Opie's situation, there was a couple options that Andy could have taken, but he wanted Opie to stand up for himself. Andy tells Opie a story how he's lost his prime fishing spot to a bully, but was able to get it back once he figured out that he had to stand up for himself. It was that story of encouragement that encouraged Opie to make a stand. After Andy tells the story, you can tell that Opie still has his doubts, but it was through knowing what his father was able to overcome that gave Opie enough hope that he could overcome Sheldon also. Where does your hope lie when it comes to dealing with the enemy? I don't know how you are, but if my hope was in my strength, I'd be ruined. Even at my strongest moment, I'm still weak. If my hope was in my righteousness, I'd say I have no chance because as Isaiah writes, my righteousness is as filthy rags. Paul also writes about peace. Well, I'm here to tell you there's times I can't even get along with myself. It's only through God that we can stand firm against the enemy. It's only by using God's attributes that I can overcome the enemy. When Opie went up against his enemy in the beginning, he failed and he ran. But when you see that he used the strength that he got from Andy's story, we see how he was able to stand firm and overcome Sheldon. One of my favorite miniseries is the 1994 version of Stephen King's The Stand. At the end of the second part, when the survivors have arrived in Colorado, we see Mother Abigail as they stop to thank God for protecting them. When they see other survivors that God has sent their way, she ends with a prayer and she says, Help us to be true, dear Lord. Help us to stand. May that be our prayer in everything in our life. It is only through the one true dear Lord that we are able to make a stand. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll enjoy me next week as we'll look at episode two of season two, Barney's Replacement. And until then, thanks for listening.